0: Are you ready for more miracles and magic in your life? Rainbows in Real Life is dedicated to bringing positivity to the forefront, celebrating the power and promise of the human spirit, and supporting each other in challenging times. Together we are finding ways to make the future bigger and brighter for all of us. We will be sharing stories of perseverance, possibility, and promise, and engaging with experts that are making a real difference in the world. Join us live on Facebook on Thursday evenings to engage in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Yep, I gotta do that too. Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Rainbows and Real Life. I am here with the No Excuses Coach and our special guest, Brahim Markey. Thanks for being here with me tonight, you guys.
1: Pleasure How are you, you. Pam.
0: I'm doing great, how about you guys?
1: Gas, rock, roll. You look great. <laughs> thanks,
0: thanks for polishing yourselves up a little bit tonight, cleaning yourselves
1: up for the show. <laughs> Makeup, <more> <laughs> Great to have
0: everyone here, too, with us. We're excited to talk with you guys tonight because we've got some really great information that we want to put out to you. So um, appreciate you being here. appreciate you sharing out. And one of the things I just kind of want to jump into and, and just remind everyone of is that really we're here to you know support each other to help each other you know through challenges as they arise and you know it's really just us wanting to bring some positivity to the forefront and help you guys you know through uh, some of these little ups and downs that we that we're facing right now and exploring with- everyone and, and welcome to so i could hear myself
2: <laughs> yeah, that was me starting my watch <laughs> party I'll probably pass. i
1: probably was, was trying to share it too i was
0: like uh, this
2: is to make sure. So I
0: share with, out. Uh, please, please jump in, you guys. please participate. Please ask questions because that's what we're here for. We want to be able to connect with you and to really share in you know ways to support you. So on that note, um, I really wanted to start out by sharing this little tidbit of news. Some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may not. Um, there is currently, and I know we've all heard a lot about like PPP and and all the different things that, um SBA has put out over the last couple of months. One um, little grant that has been kind of kept a little bit quiet though is the EIDL grant. And so if you had a business in 2019 and you have had any losses due to the shutdown, um, the coronavirus stuff, all of that, you will definitely want to look into this grant, I believe that it's up to $10,000 that you can get. And, you know, you basically enter your information. It's pretty straightforward. It'll take you about three minutes, literally, to go through the process of filling out this application. And it's really you don't have to have a bunch of information that you put in. You know, you don't have to have documents ready, really. If you know some of the basic information about what kind of money you made in the previous year, then it's going to be, take you just a few minutes but it's worth your time to go and check it out so i'm actually going to post a link for that so it's kind of long i don't want to put it on the screen because you'll never be able to follow it but i'll put it in the comments and you'll be able to click on it and go there and see if you qualify and then um, you know you can go from there so wanted to put that out i think it's really really valuable for people who you know may have really been struggling through this
1: no, that's a great resource, Pam. Thank you so much for that's sharing. Awesome. That. I was actually thinking about like the, what kind of programs were out there for the small businesses. So that's excellent that you, that you share that out. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I would love, absolutely. Yeah. And I would love to kind of follow up on that with, um, asking you, Brahim. I know that you opened your own small business a few years ago. You've really been building that. And so I know this has had, um, actually in some ways a positive impact on your business. Um, yes. And you're kind of in the financial industry, so maybe, maybe you can tell us just a little bit about some of the things that you feel would be helpful for for people to know as well.
2: Well, um, especially I guess just to kind of piggyback off of the uh, EIDL—is it EIDL E grant?
0: It, EIDL grant.
2: EIDL grant. Okay, just to kind of piggyback on off that, um, I don't know if if you guys um, you know were aware, but MLMers, online marketers, they were, they did qualify for the SBA loan as well, small business loan. I actually took advantage of that myself earlier, a earlier, um, few months back. Um, so just to put that out there, but but yeah, I've been in the uh, the online space for the past three years. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, it's been an awesome experience. Um, I was actually able to, the, the very first Six months i was I was in business for myself. I was actually able to take advantage of business tax laws that regular brick and mortar business businesses uh, take advantage of, um and actually brought ten thousand dollars of positive cash flow back into my household without selling a thing without even really making a profit in my business. So, Um, since that point, one thing that I, I, I just love to spread the word about, um, especially the people that are still, um, earning a, you know, a W two wage, that they're, they're working a regular job. Um, you know, the, the fact is, is that most of Americans, they live check to check. Um, you know, most have credit issues. Most, most are in debt. Um, but what they don't realize is that half a third of their income is going toward taxes. Um. Unfortunately, W-2 employees are taxed at the highest rate um, up to 37 percent. Small business owners are literally taxed the least. So when you see these these guys and that they're making, you know, 15 million dollars, billion dollars a year and paying zero in taxes. Well, they're not they're not, you know, doing anything wrong. To be honest, they're actually just taking advantage of what's available to them and how this country is built. So what I like to do is kind of spread that word around, um, especially to you know to the 99% of people that are out there struggling, and just let them know that hey, listen, if you have some type of small business, you know, even if you're working, if you always wanted to do something, you know, if there, if there was always something that you but but you just didn't think you had the time or money. Guys, we are in the digital world. You know, we're in the digital age and you can literally open up a business for a small overhead with high returns and still take advantage of all of those tax breaks. Use that job that you hate to fund your dream, you know? Um and that's and that's that's what I I I just, you know, I just I've made that my mission to kind of really really spread that word cuz I think people just don't know what they don't know, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that. And I love that about you. I love that. It's something that you preach, you know, that you just are constantly telling people and I know, Chris, you have your own story about coming out of the business world, the nine to five, and really transforming your own life and creating your own business. And I would love for you to talk about that.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, no sweat, no sweat. No, thank you for, for sharing that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because when you are a, a nine to five employee and you're a W-2 earner, you know, it's amazing when you look at your check and you're like, oh, I make really good money. And you see, you know, like you said, 37% of it go taxes. you're like, what? And you think mm-hmm. to the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I'm going to get that back later. But then you sit there and realize that my wife's in sales and makes really great money. And she's like, oh, I just got my commission check. And then she tells me how much of it went to taxes. I'm like, well, that'll be good for us later on. But it half the time, it really isn't. Um, so yeah, we, we took a lot of consideration after I ended my 26 year corporate career last November and really looked at the value of earning money and income and, and earning it in such a way that you're spending half of it to give away to the rest of the, I mean, it was just, it was just crazy. And it was at that time that I just decided that with my wife's blessing and everything it was like, okay, this is the time that, we fall, we free fall, we jump into these things and we launch the coaching business and the speaking business and the training business and everything else full time. And we, we actually do this and give it give it that best shot because you're right. When when you when you free fall into that, you have the opportunity not only to be your own boss and to get out of your own way with the corporate stuff and being under, being under the grind of everybody else. It's, I mean, it's really crazy when you get away and you do the things that you love to do, how congruently, how much you attract magnetically to the people that are, that are in your life, that are going to get you to that next step and you're doing it all for yourself. So you're going to be more invested and more excited about doing that. And yes, you, know, you may take a dip in, in the income and the, in the initial spot, But the increase in in serotonin and everything in your body is going to charge you to get through that. And you have to hang on to the bigger picture because you just get to those levels. And then all of a sudden that you break through and then it's not so hard anymore. So, yeah, you just have to consider what your what your psychological future is versus your financial future and weigh those out and, and go into those. My question for you is what are some of the businesses that you're seeing? Uh, popping up during COVID where it might give people inspiration, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what type of business I would do. I mean, I know people that want to sell tamales and do all these different things, but what are some ways that people can get creative and start a business and, and get that low overhead, but still get that, that satisfaction?
2: Well, um, I mean, I know people are scared of it, um, but MLM opportunities are awesome. And I can tell you firsthand, You know, you can get into business for $99, $200, um, $87. And I can tell you, I'm in the business at each one of those price points and I've been able to make really good money. A lot of people think when they get into um, online marketing or, or MLM opportunities that, hey, it's one of those things, it's a pyramid, it's a this, it's a that. I would argue, look at your job, that's a pyramid. You know, you got your CEO, you got your 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 vice president, your president, you got the the mid-level managers, you got the supervisors and then you got the employees. That's a classic pyramid. What you what you actually realize is that when you come into this space, there is an actual correct way to do this. And and, in marketing and content is the way Um, if you have a really good product, you can sell it. And that's the thing. What I would suggest is find something that you're passionate about. I'm passionate about you know, saving people money on taxes. I'm passionate about online marketing tools. I'm passionate about recession, recession-proof strategies that could actually help you build your income and not have to rely on a job. So each one of the opportunities that I'm involved with provide those things, and they each provide a service and a product that you can sell and literally make money off of and this is the thing if you're not selling <laughs> you're being sold to every successful person in this in this country sells something it, i mean they they have something to offer and if you're if you're not you know if if not you're a consumer you know, um, you 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 can't produce your own your own income. So I mean, you know, you have the financial industry that is that is huge online. Um, you have the forex industry that is huge online. You have multi um, you know different marketing businesses where all these online op- entrepreneurs need these tools to actually promote and market their business. So you have those type of businesses. I mean. You have CBD businesses. You have my my advice would be find something that you are actually passionate about, a good product that you feel good about selling and get involved. You know, I mean, that's that's the that's the key is just to get started. And then and, and you, you, I mean, you have to get started with the right person. If you've never done this before, you need someone to be able to show you, OK, this is actually how you market online. This is how you don't chase the dollar. This is how you have people coming to you. Um, but, um, if you, if you can do that, um, you can, almost anybody can be successful with this.
0: I think that's such a great point, Raheem. I mean, I think there is so many opportunities in terms of MLMs, you know, I mean, it's like, it almost doesn't matter what you love someone out there is probably marketing something for that already so it's not like you have to go out and create your own product which you know if you've been in the online space at all for any period of time you know how what an incredible you know like job that would be in and of itself just to like create the product let alone go out there and sell it and and
2: pam not to cut you off but i did mean to make this point Just going back to MLMs and people thinking, hey, I got to go talk to my mom. I got to go talk to my brother. I got to go talk to this. You don't because there are over 6 billion people on the Internet. All you have to do is find out where the people who want what you have are hanging out and go create some relationships with those people. You don't. and, And I guarantee you, once you start seeing some results, once those checks start coming into your household, then your friends or family might hit you up and ask you, Hey, what are you doing? That's, you know, so, you know, if anybody, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things that scare people off from MLMs is I don't want to talk to the, to the people I know. I don't want to get them involved. You don't have to nowadays.
0: Yeah. Thanks for adding that on. I think that's really important too, because that is a big fear for a lot of people and, you know, a lot of us have, we have skills, we have things that, you know, hobbies or interests things that we are good at that don't necessarily have anything to do with our careers or what we've been doing. And so I think, you know, giving ourselves the opportunity to kind of explore something different, even if, you know, even if it's not MLM, just start looking for opportunities, start looking at what's out there that you might be able to do that you, you know, that falls into one of those categories that maybe you just never even thought was a possibility. And just keeping that open mind, I think, is really important. I mean, I think what's hard sometimes is is change is something new, you know, something unfamiliar. Absolutely. Chris, Chris, I know you work a lot with people helping them to kind of, you know, approach change and think about how they can do some things differently. And what do you see coming up in your coaching for people around this?
1: You know, that's a yeah, great I was question, Pam. Yeah, actually, I was, so just thinking, thinking I was just thinking about, about what, 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 what you're just saying. And I'm getting a weird echo in my own voice. <laughs> I'm like, you're Let's here. See huh? You're no, good. Okay, you yeah.
0: Um,
1: so, what I say about change, I mean, obviously, when what you guys are talking about, the fact of the matter is that needs are changing. And you sit there and you, when you, the old adage is that you find a need and you fill it. Well, people sit there, oh, well, that's been done, that's been done, that's been done. But we're at such a unique time in our lives and history that the needs are shifting. You know, I was just talking to somebody the other day and they were like, I don't know what to do. You know, da 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 da. I said, do you have a place in your house where it's got a lot of space? So I'm like, oh, yeah, my living room. Blah. And I said, why don't you consider starting a daycare center? I said, you know, how many people right now are struggling with the fact that they're a single parent. Their kid may not be able to go to school. They have to return to their job. They have to continue to do their job. You know, not only could you give a gift of somebody like providing, you know, affordable daycare center in your own neighborhood, do it for a little bit, you know, something you can, you can pick up and do extra money. But you know, the thing that I'm facing, Pam, and to your question is that, that people are still stuck in the, in the, in the, in the, what's when the normal is going to return, you know, mm-hmm. when is, when everything goes back to normal and da, 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 I'm like, there is no normal. there's never been a normal. You have to get your head wrapped around that. You need to be looking at yourself as an entity of business in and of yourself. You're a marketer, you're a salesperson, you know, you're a a online networker, everything that you are, and you have to become stronger. You know, you have to become physically stronger, mentally stronger, spiritually stronger to face whatever it is that's going to come to you. And so many people are just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm like, You have to do something. You have to get resourceful. You have to get hungry. You have to get scared. You have to get invested into it. And right now, the biggest thing I keep telling people is that you have the internet. So go Google whatever it is that you might want to start. I don't know if, if it's going to take a license. Well, go Google it. Go figure it out and get out of your own way and set the example for people. So many people are... They're living in this victim mindset. They don't believe that they can do something because of the stories they told themselves. It's like, this is a brand new day. This is an exciting time. There's so many resources out there. Go after it and enjoy it because life is supposed to be lived. And when they they see that and I ask them some other questions, they really come to the point. They're like, okay, I'm miserable doing this stuff. So why not be excited about doing something else and Mm. fall into what the future can bring? So that's what I've been seeing.
2: Absolutely.
0: Love that. I love that life
2: is meant to be lived. It really is yeah you know it really is and it and i think it, it really does come down to mindset and, and and to a point where you're just like you know what i need something different and and if you if you have been moving 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 in this direction and and you don't and it's not working you know whatever it is i mean if if you're not at that space where you are absolutely happy and whatever you're doing isn't working you have to make a chess move and do something different Mm -hmm. i mean we only have but so long here on this earth i think it was meant to be enjoyed and not you know (laughs) stuck behind a desk in a cubicle in a factory whatever you're doing um i don't think that's what we were put here to do
1: No. And and just just to build on that for a second, from what I was just saying is that when I'm talking to people and they're like, you know, looking for a job or looking, I'm like, were you happy at your job before? No, but it paid the bills. I'm like, well, can you imagine how much better, more improved your physical health and your mental health and what you're going to give to your family and to your friends when you are happy? You know, so if you're going to continue playing the someday game, like oh someday when this happens, then I'll retire and I'll start my business. You know, now it's about just getting resourceful. I mean, again, there's so many resources out there to do that. Why not take that risk now? Why not jump and set the example for your kids? If your kids are watching you going. How are mommy and daddy handling this? You know, so many people have like I have a three and a half year old son. I know people have teenagers. Every all those kids in between are all looking at the parents going. So how do we handle a crisis? How do we? What do we do? Do we do we sit down and do we go oh? Or do we get up and we go? Okay, guys, this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna start picking up dog poop in the neighborhood for five bucks. You're gonna start selling snow cones at the at the at the corner. I'm gonna start washing windows at the gas station. I'm gonna whatever you have to do. You have to get resourceful, and you just gotta stay uncommitted. That's I had uh, Jesus Ortiz on my show the other day, and he came to America without any English or anything else, and he figured it out. He's like, if you can't make it in America, especially if you speak English, come on. <laughs> Exactly. Well,
0: and I think that's a great point. And, you know, Gary Vee talks about that a lot. You know, why did, why do immigrants come here and they're so successful? Well, it's because they are so committed, you know, I mean, their work ethic and they, it's like, they're not going to give up. And when there's a little bit of challenge or a little bit of, you know, they're scared of something or a little bit of fear, what, you know, I mean, and just acknowledging that those are things that are going to come up. I think sometimes, you know, we want to do something and we think it's great and it sounds good, but then The first little bump in the road, we're like, oh, it's not going to work. And it's kind of like we have to realize, no, guess what? There's going to be bumps in the road and you're just going to have to work through it. Like you were saying earlier, you know, if there's a challenge that comes up, you don't know what to do, Google it, find someone to help you, you know, get a mentor, find a coach that can help you overcome some of those limiting beliefs, the things that have been holding you back. So, you know, take the steps because I love what you guys are saying about the fact that, you know, life is short and we only get one go around and we don't know how long we're going to have to do that. And so let's make it count while we're here. And, you know, I love Grant Cardone always says that you're always selling no matter what, even if you don't have a product, you're still selling something. And so it's, I think sometimes it's even just wrapping our head around the fact that we're selling ourselves on the fact that there's nothing better than what we already have. If we're not willing to step into something different and better or we're selling other people on that, you know, because that's our energy. So we're selling something.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it, to, to that point, we sell things for free. You know, you'll sell a movie, you'll sell a t-shirt, you'll sell a restaurant, you know, just your referral is you selling for that, for that entity. So, I mean, why not <laughs> embrace that, you know, and do it for yourself?
0: Yeah, God only knows how many bandanas Chris has sold because of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh- <laughs> You know, it's, it's like you're saying, like multiple streams of income. It may be a situation where somebody's going to look at something and go, okay, I had a, I've had a lot of friends in multi level marketing, and, and it's never been for me, but I've watched mm-hmm. some of them become ex- extraordinarily successful. And I've seen some that, okay, that didn't work, but they would start and do a couple of them. They were like, okay, I got a little bit here, and I got a little bit here. I started an Amazon shop, I'm getting a little bit, and all those little things started working, and they're making money right. while overnight, and they're like, you know, I got a check for $25 last month. Okay, cool. And then they tell me like three years later, remember that $25 now it's $250. And then next month, you know, it's, it's just crazy. You just got to invest in yourself. But what, 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 what ideas do you have or what suggestions do you have? Since you had mentioned taxes before, what things can people do now in order to offset what's going to happen next year? And one of the examples that I just recently heard of was that all the unemployment compensation that's going out people have the opportunity to elect you know whether to have the withholding taxes taken out now which is later on and even i'm one of those guys because i got i got the unemployment after i uh, left my job and i didn't think about it i'm like no nah, i just want it all right now and then i then I saw an article that said hey ladies and gentlemen you know you're going to get a bill next year for this and then it's going to compound the stuff what are your thoughts on that or anything else that people should be watching out for that might bite them later also
2: uh you to, i'm not qualified to answer that question because you see, when when this pandemic hit, little did I know <clears throat> I was totally prepared for it, um, due to the fact that that I had an online business. Um, I literally write off my my lifestyle. So I mean, I come and that's and that's what I teach. I mean, or that's what I that's what I show people how to do. I mean, we all pay uh, an internet bill, right? Most people. We pay cell phone bills, we have electric, we have, um, you know, trash expenses, we have gas, we have clothes, we have food that we buy. What people need to understand, and I've been doing this since 2017, I've literally not had um, like a regular quote unquote tax return um, since in, in three years. And, and I get a little back every, every, <laughs> every year, but I usually end off, the first year I was in business, I ended up with twenty five thousand dollars in tax write offs. The second year, it was thirty five thousand dollars in tax write offs. This year, it's probably around forty. And what what happens is, and and and, and guys, like I literally was able to. I still have my nine to five job, um, but in that three year time span, the money that I make online has literally surpassed the monthly income that I make from my job. I've been at my job for seven years. I've been online for three, so that do the math that should tell you something. Mm -hmm. But in that time, I literally have zero to no taxes coming out of my work paycheck and everything that I do. I mean, I'm sitting here in this corner of my house. This is literally my workspace, this square footage here Portion of, of, of my mortgage, I'm able to write that off. Yeah. I bought it. I bought a car in in, in 2018, a, a 2018 Honda Accord. I literally was able to claim that on 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 my 19 taxes this year. I'm I'm actually able to claim depreciation. I have a little trash bin here. I have to take things out, throw it in the trash. The trash the trash and sewage that I pay, I get to write that off. So my advice would be, I, I couldn't tell you if you're, you know, if you're, if you don't have a business, um, what you should do with your taxes. What I, what I would say is, you know, get the biggest return that you can. Um, you know, I like to keep my money up front. I'm not qualified in that area, but what I am qualified to tell you is, is that if you do open up a side business and you don't, and you don't even make a profit that year. If if you go to irs.gov, it'll tell you small businesses can take losses with no profit up to three years. They don't even expect business to, to even turn a profit for the first three years. So if you get yourself into business and you're working a job, you can say you can literally keep at least three to six hundred dollars of your check up front and you can start writing off your lifestyle. Even if you started your business today. You would actually be able to um, take to retroactively take advantage of all the months prior to you starting your business. So my advice would be if you really want to save some money, start a business. <laughs> start I something.
0: Think, yeah. I mean, I think that's so powerful because you can still keep your job, right? <laughs> yep. You don't have to quit just because you started a business. Absolutely. That, you can have the benefit of it.
2: You can have the benefit of it. And, and and literally that'll save you the most money. And I mean, I used to be one of those people that I used to play with my W-4 I W four form a lot. I would I would say, you know, just so they were taking out the least amount of taxes. But I didn't. I always end up owing at the end of the year four hundred, a 2000 dollars. There were times that I owed. But once I did this, I actually kept three hundred dollars a month out of my check. I had twenty five thousand dollars in write offs. I started my business in June of 2017, I was able to, to take advantage of the from from January of 2017. I actually got the biggest tax return I ever got in pro, in the past. It before, prior to that, I got like 2300 bucks back. So I mean, I literally saved so much money, just in that business opportunity was only 35 bucks to get in. It was 35 bucks. And I literally offered of that 35 bucks bought 10 grand of cash flow into my household. So, I mean, it's very powerful guys. You just have to learn these business tax laws.
1: What recommendations do you have as far as types of business, whether sole proprietor, LLC, S corp, is that something they should be considering or just start a business and and move forward and, and step up as they go?
2: If you have the money to start an LLC, um, start the LLC, because, uh, with, with the, with the new tax law, before you even write off anything, you get a 20% tax deduction for pass-through income. So if you're, if you're passing income through your, your LLC, automatically off the top, you get a 20% uh, deduction. So if you have the means to start an LLC, start an LLC. If not, go with the sole, sole proprietor, proprietorship. You don't get the, the 20% deduction, but you still get to take advantage of a lot of deductions, over 180 tax deductions. Wow, as great. a sole proprietor and as a sole proprietor i was able to get that sba small business uh small business refund i mean i only got a thousand bucks but that was a free thousand bucks and and, mm-hmm. and that was just because i had an mlm business
0: wow well and yeah. i i love that you mentioned that your your original mlm was 35 bucks i mean yeah. who does who who couldn't scrape together 30 i mean if you were at The bottom of the bottom, and I've been there. I mean, I've been there, and you're like 35 bucks. Okay, I'm I'm going for it. You know,
2: I I mean, I literally had
0: that. Are you do you think they're gonna save that 35 bucks probably on their taxes anyway?
2: Guys, I literally had 70 dollars in my bank account when that when that opportunity came my way and I saw it and I, I saw a video and I said. Why wouldn't I spend thirty-five dollars to get an extra three to six hundred dollars back in my paycheck? I'm in, and I—I I mean, I—I—I I, I did my due diligence for like an hour. I went on IRS.gov. I checked what the video was saying. Looked at all of this. Here's my thirty-five dollars. Let's go. Just in my W-4 form. Turned it into my job, and boom—the next week, extra one hundred and fifty-eight bucks on my check. It was—I nice. mean, love that. It was a no-brainer.
0: Well, you know, and and my story is a little bit different um, in that I, you know, really kind of turned a corner not when I started MLM, but when I went into sales. And I was always that person that said, "Oh, I could never sell anything. I am <laughs> not a salesperson." <laughs> Irony, right? And yep. so, and and really, I mean, that was such a game changer for me because a lot of really you know what happened was the shift that i made mentally you know the shifts that i made letting go of some of these things that we're talking about you know just the fear around doing something new and different or maybe not you know exactly knowing where to start and i I think to your point you know do your due diligence just go out do some research see what's out there you know but also just stay in that space of you know what if and i love this i use this a lot what if there's a different story than the one i'm telling myself you know just allow yourself to explore that and and really get real with yourself because this is this is your life this is you know you don't have to answer to anyone else in the end it's all about you and what you want and what you want to do
1: absolutely
0: so chris i think you were going to say something
1: I'm always going to say something. I just try not to sometimes. Um, No, I mean, it's an exciting time. I mean, I was just talking to somebody the other day. I've been doing these free coaching calls, and I I talked to somebody, and they're like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm fearful, I'm fearful. I'm like, okay, do you like roller coasters? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, have you ever spoken on stage? No, that scares me. I'm like, so you've been on roller coasters? Yeah, okay. So you stand in line and you know that you are preparing to be scared in such a way that you're able to be excited about it, a little fearful about it, but that you're doing it anyway because you want to experience that rush, right? You're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, fear and excitement are literally the same emotion. It just depends on what what, what label you put on it. And so many people are going through with this fear, you know, oh, what, if, what if somebody judges me? What if I fail? What if I fall down? What if I lose my 35 bucks? What if, what if, what if, you know? If you're going to sit there and live in your comfort zone and your complacency zone and your mediocrity zone, then expect to wind up old someday and looking back on your life going, wow, I'm really so happy of all those risks I never took. I'm so right. happy that I never lived life and I sat around waiting, hoping, wishing and praying that something was going to happen instead of getting off my rear end and figuring it out. You have to be resourceful. You're like Les Brown says, you got to get hungry. You know, like yes. you said, when, when the sticks are down, you do what you need to do. I mean, I've dug, I've dug in trash cans when I was a kid and, and sold newspapers and stole hubcaps, cups and washed cars and, and did everything I had to do to survive. And that made me the person I am today. So if you go take a risk and do something and it doesn't work out, you know, if it, you learn something and you go do it again and you keep trying. Okay. I learned something. I go do it. You know, that's the, that's the fantastic thing about what's going on right now is it's really an opportunity for everybody just to go. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's not working for me. I'm going to go live life and experience it and enjoy it and take some risks and have some fun and and, and live and, but do it cautiously to a certain extent. But there's again, like you just said, the resources I went on, you are You figured it out. You did it. You pulled the trigger. Bam. Here you are.
2: Yep, absolutely. And guys, I'm sorry with that. I do have to go. There's a like a super important call at 8 30. But thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank so you thank so much for, you so me much for having me. Hey, Chris, great we gotta great do great it again, year. man. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so absolutely. much. For- See you guys.
0: We'll, be- we'll
1: we'll figure out where to get a hold of you yeah get a hold so
0: I'll, I'll put some information up for Brahim um once we're done here you guys will be able to find that in the comments as well and we're we're actually a little bit at the end of, a little bit past our time i guess <laughs> here but this has been incredible and thank you so much I, you know i think that a lot of people are trying to sift through a lot of this stuff you know on a daily basis i mean it, I, I just feel like i'm talking to people constantly that are feeling like they're up against a lot of these things, and so my hope is just that you know, by getting some of this information out there, um, it'll it'll create an environment where maybe you feel like there's at least less work to do. You know, a little bit more of the information at your fingertips, but also just the encouragement that if you need support, if you need help, you can reach out and get it, and that you know, you can do more than maybe what you've done before that you can do things that are new and even scary. And I mean, really, when you look at this country, this country was kind of built on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you, it, it really is about being, for me, honestly, Pam is just thinking about resourcefulness, resourcefulness, yeah. you know, think about being MacGyver, think about, you have to be the MacGyver of your life. And this mm-hmm. is like, you know, Three seconds left, fourth inning, you got to, whatever it is that you want to do. I just realized I just screwed up two sports things, <laughs> four seconds <laughs> left. For me. But anyways, you get my point. You, you, you get resourceful and, and that's, that's the amazing thing that so many people right now, Pam, are not taking responsibility. They're not taking that ownership. I hear people, I don't know what I'm going to do when my, when my six, month my, my $600 a week unemployment runs out. Mm,
0: right. Yeah. I'm like
1: If you don't know what you're going to do, then that should be your first priority to figure that out. You know, and and some people are just so many people are just stuck and that's the that's the thing I love about doing these shows and and impacting people is that, you know, hopefully we can get through to to one person, two people, 10 people, whatever it is, and encourage them to go take that risk because, you know, either way, you're going to have to take that risk in life. And the sooner you do it, the sooner you figure it out and the sooner you survive and the sooner you thrive. And that's why I think it's just it's such a, it's scary it's a scary moment in time. But again, like I said, if it, if you look at it as exciting and you get the family involved and you start asking questions and you and you stop being worried about what everybody thinks, then that's where life really starts to happen. You know, more organically and and without so much control and so much worry about everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think people will be surprised at you know the empowerment that they feel as they go through that process, even if it's scary so thank you so much for sharing that and thank you everyone for being here again tonight so many of you that came on Glenda, larry patricia thank you so much for being here so many great comments and um really appreciate your support and appreciate you sharing out as always we want to thank you for listening today we know you have many choices for content and we are grateful you chose us You can always find more of our episodes at the Energy Healing Network on YouTube. Please do make sure to subscribe to the channel so you can easily find more episodes or watch when we go live. Thank you again for listening and sharing these messages with others who you wish to encourage and uplift.